Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Falcon fans. How y'all doing? What's up, everybody? What's up? Happy Sunday and all that other good stuff. Kiki was good. Everything all right? Yeah. Yeah, see I'm full. Full. I got the itis. Sheesh. Let me say this better down. Carolina Kitten Slayers here. No Kiki tonight. No Kiki. Never know who it is, but you best believe he's going to come in here and represent the Atlanta Falcons. Thanks. That we do know. Uh, One time for the fan. It's going down in a major way. We are in season two now. Oh, shit. Everybody's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and cut this one off. Yeah, but we're in season two of One Time for the Fan, um, episode 126. Oh, but episode 126. Oh, no, 127. 127. We're moving in the right direction here. Miles Garrett was with us earlier today. I mm-hmm. um, had a good conversation with him. Oh, come on. You got a score. No, you watching. Oh. LSU, F, uh, LSU, Florida State. Mid and mid. Gotcha. Yeah, good mid. Um, <laughs> go, dogs. But yes, episode 127 here on One Time for the Fan, uh, season two now, as we move forward, uh, trending in the right direction with One Time for the Fan. And we just want to make sure everybody knows that uh, we are on all pretty much platforms when it comes to podcasts. So just Google us. But for those listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, shout out to you all. Um, Bodie 3000 might be here with us tonight. He's a, uh, what is he? He's He's cooking. He's the chef, or is he just enjoying? He the is the chef. He is the picture man. He is the the uh, valet. He's everything. He's cleaning up too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if he's working the event or <laughs> what's going on, but shout out to Bodie. No, he's enjoying uh, the time that he has right now with his family. And then hey. Chase, he just finished his podcast. I'm sure he has to go get some sleep in the swing because apparently he's been sleeping in the, the swing recently. It's what I've heard. So yeah. just want to yeah. put that out there. Uh, but shout out to Chase. If he does get a chance to join us tonight, he will be here with us. But if not, Kiki's here with us. The chat is here with us. Uh, you know, we live. You know, we lit. Falcon fans, bring those questions, bring those comments. But I had a great conversation with Miles earlier, Kiki. Yep. So this is the second mm-hmm. podcast. I'm all podcasted up right now. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, LSU Discord. Okay, that's good. So, um, yeah. I don't know who I want to win because what's the, what's the score? It's seven seven, but I got okay. some, you know, LSU people that I know. I got some Florida State folks I know. You know what I'm saying? Technically, as yeah. a Georgia fan, it's like don't really care because whoever right. plays us in the national champion is going to get beat anyway, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Um, sorry, Kiki, I didn't want to just throw that out there. I didn't want to talk college with you. Hey, already. listen, listen, listen. I I don't. I'm I'm just gonna be quiet because I don't know about this QB that uh Clemson has. So I'm gonna mm. just shut up. So mm. We'll see. We'll see tomorrow because they mm. play they play Duke tomorrow. So we'll see. Who? Dukie. Sheesh. <laughs> they got a college football team. Well, we all know that they're mostly a basketball school, but they, they found a few guys to play football. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Falcon fans in the chat, Falcon fans listening and watching wherever you are. Uh, welcome to One Time for the Fan. Let's go ahead and get straight to it. Big Ant. What's up, Big Ant? He's here in the chat. He's dropping He's dropping emojis. One time with the red and black. You already know what it is. Lowski is up, here in the Lowski? chat. What's up? He's what's over up? here with the one time. Don't forget hashtag one timers, hashtag the fan club. Kenny is back. Kenny said, they back with another one? In my DJ Cali voice? <laughs> Another Let's go. One. Falcon fans that do not know, yes, 
it was a podcast earlier, so you can go back and check the channel if you want to on the YouTube. Or if you're listening to Spotify, Apple, you can go back and check the last podcast that was posted. Miles Garrett from Fox 5 Atlanta had joined me earlier around 2 p.m. And we did a live podcast. And it was great, Kiki, because uh-huh. he told us a lot about the Falcons 53, the roster. Uh-huh. You was in the chat listening to what Miles had uh-huh. to say. And anytime Miles can join us to talk Falcons football, uh-huh. we, we definitely opened the door for Miles. And he was like, look, I got this time period. I got this time slot. Perfect. I'll do it. Um, right. so I had to reschedule what I had to do for Miles because you know he's he's a definitely uh, a verified source uh for the exactly. Atlanta Falcons community, and I know people listen to him uh-huh. on Twitter and you watch him on uh-huh. Fox 5. Um, yep. and whoever he's gonna take you know his 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 career to the next level, I'm telling you, Miles yep. is great. So, yes. big shout out to Miles. Hey, and speaking of verified sources. I want to speak about an unverified one. I've seen something going around with the Falcons. I'm supposed to be trying to bring in Traquan Smith from the Aints. Mm -hmm. And this was put out there by someone who said that Matt was going to be traded to the Steelers or wanted to go to the Steelers. Mm -hmm. And Matt wife, remember Sarah had to put that particular person in their place about that. Mm -hmm. So I take that source with the grain of salt. Well, also, you was listening to what Miles had said earlier about um, knowing his role and what he does at Fox 5. He can't just confirm that that is true. But right. there was sort there was people going around. There was rumors going right. around because he's on social media. He sees what's going on on social media. Yeah. So he had mentioned that what he saw on social media was that there was they were looking for a wide receiver. Like, I guess Terry must have been calling a couple of teams or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Falcon fans, rumors are rumors. Until you start hearing it pick up from the, the sources inside. of the Falcons community, right. kind of like the right. Lamar situation, right, Key? Um, so, I guess the person who reported this um, in the past has been known to say a couple things that you know fans can pick up on, and they don't know if it's the truth or it's a lie or so forth. I don't know. I know Kiki knows because she's all big on social media. But um, mm-hmm. for fans here in the chat, are they shopping for a wide receiver? It's possible. Because of the Josh Ali, like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. you can you have the money, you have anything, you have whatever it takes to hit the market if right. you wanted to before Sunday to bring in a guy. Right. I wouldn't say you want to bring in like a one or a two year guy, but you want to bring in a a veteran, mm-hmm. you know, to help out this 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 receiving core. But um, uh, it's, has uh, has Jarvis Landry been picked up by anybody? I do not know. But that's a name to watch. But if you see the Traquan Smith move get made and it, and it happens, then it happens. I mean, I think Jalen Rager is the name, too, as well. He was just released by the Vikings. Got... Oh, he was released? I thought somebody had just picked him up again. Oh, he got picked up? I'm not sure. I have to look into that again. I saw his name flirt, uh, floating around again. For Falcon fans, that is one group that you can look at to go forward to Sunday. I think when the 53 drop, Kiki... Fans kind of noticed the offensive uh, line depth chart. And yeah. it was like, oh, we need another lineman in here. Definitely have to get one more. And they mm-hmm. made the move. They brought in the Isaiah. Um, yeah. Don't want to say his last name. I can't butcher it. But they brought I the young guy one, but I don't remember from that. Denver. He played with the Broncos. <laughs> right. Um, but now that he's here in Atlanta, welcome to Atlanta. And uh, we move forward. But if they do decide to shop for a wide receiver, I'm sure they'll bring in somebody who's uh, going to fit the scheme well. A good culture fit. But my friend who texted me earlier when I was talking to Miles had mentioned it's probably going to be Julio. It's not going to be Julio. It's not going to be Julio. 
It's not gonna Shut be Julio. Up. Shut up, Kiki. <laughs> it's not gonna be Julio. I'm just gonna say it right now. I mean, if you still want to wear your Julio jerseys, go ahead. But I mean, sheesh. Yeah. Rua's in the chat. Oh yes, sir. It's Carolina week now. Yes, sir. It you is hate week. It, it is hate week. So here's the deal with the hate week thing. Falcon fans, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Tag your Falcons friends and family. Bring them to the chat. You know, we're talking Falcons football. Cryolina, kitten, slime, kitten slayer is here. Uh, Kiki's with us. I don't know if Chase will be here with us shortly. Um, but if not, you know, we're rocking out with y'all um, here on the podcast. But for hate week, Kiki, uh-huh. it's not like the hate you have for the Saints. Because technically the Panthers are like the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the rivals here. I, I have my rival right. list as the Saints, the Saints, the Bucks, the Saints again, and then the Panthers. Exactly. I mean, to me, in my opinion, the Panthers is like that annoying ass little brother mm. that just wants to tag along all the time. Mm. You know, your mama makes you like mm. you can't go unless you take your little brother. So, you know, mm. I guess like how, how my sisters see me as the annoying little sister that they mm. had to take everywhere. <laughs> Or like when uh you know how like you have those kids that can't sit still like when there's little remember those um videos you seen where the, the parents might have to put the the strap around their wrist uh, and put the book bag on them so uh, whenever they walk they gotta walk with them that's uh, like the Panthers yeah like you go into the party like hey what's up Jack hey what's up Kia who's that <laughs> my pet uh, <laughs> he had to roll with us yeah that's the way I look at the the the. The Panthers. The way I look at the Saints is a little bit different. When it comes to hate week, that adrenaline builds up for that it game. Does. You know they coming down here to talk shit. Carolina it fans does. are not coming down here to do none of that shit. No. So I don't look at the hate week like that. But yes, it's hate week for a division rival. How you want to say it? Yeah. Key, how you feeling right now? Going into week one, we've been talking for months. Yeah. You've been dealing with us with the podcast for a long time. You're a big time Falcons fan for for years. How you feel now going into this this week against Carolina with this new Atlanta Falcons team that you know uh-huh. can get the job done this season? Um, I'm anxious, and I, I think I may have just a little bit of nerves kicking in. And I and I only say nerves because, like I said, this is a new team outside of Grady, AJ, and uh, who am I missing? Matt, um, Jake Matthews, and mm-hmm. um. Outside of them, like, this is a whole, like, these are babies. I hate to call them that, but, you know, they're young. I mean, we got some vets on the team, but, you know, Drake is still, you know, a baby. Pitts, you know, he got to still get his foot wet. Bijan, Algier, that's the only little bit of anxious, you know, nervousness I have. But other than that, I'm excited because I'm ready to, I want to punch them in their mouth because, <laughs> I mean, you've seen as well as I've seen in that group, they, they, they talking a lot of junk. You know, they got a little nickname for Ritter. They basically saying we don't have a quarterback, so they're counting us as an easy dub. So mm-hmm. it's just gonna be really nice just to have that week one victory, and then you know, like I said, I'm gonna bump all those folks. I'm I'm waiting for it. The week one victory, as you just said, will be exciting for all fans because no matter what happens around the NFL, it's early in the season. It's week one, so it's the game that you technically want to win. Every team wants to win that week one game. Some teams will go into like that week four, week five matchup and know they can possibly lose because, yeah. you know, yeah. it happens in football. But week one is a game every single team wants to win. Uh-huh. And for Falcon uh-huh. fans to march into that Benz on Sunday 
the marks added there with a win over your division, your, your little stepbrothers, <laughs> over your division rivals, mm-hmm. would be great for Falcon fans because not only do they get a chance to enjoy that week now being one and in division over your rivals, but you come back to the Benz the following week with a game that you know you can win again. Mm-hmm. It's not so set up where it's the Bills and the Chiefs. It's the or it's set up to where it's a it's it's the the Panthers and the Packers. Mm-hmm. Brand new teams. They got a new quarterback. Both brand new. New. Teams. Uh. Well, with the Panthers either. I mean, I keep forgetting that they have a brand new coach too. So they're learning a new system as well. So I mean, I mean, we do have the advantages over them. Like what Miles said earlier, Panthers are like what we were in 2021 in a way, mm-hmm. um, because they're now going through their kind of rebuild with rebuild the new phase. coach, yep. the office member. Remember the situation with the practice facility? Oh, out in Rock Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a place to practice, or are they are they still using like the high school gym, or what's going on here? They are. I don't know where they practice at, honestly. I mm. don't know. I know, uh, you know, their training camp is in uh, South Carolina. So I, um, but I don't, yeah, it's not the one that they were hoping for. It's not that mm. one in Rock. Not the one they tried to build and be all fancy uh-huh. about. They broke ground on, cut the red ribbon on, and then what? Uh-huh. Um, had to I put think Rock ribbon, Hill pulled out. Had to put the rocks and the ribbon back. Uh-huh. Mm, that's <laughs> tough. Lisa Shepard says she's ready for week one. Blocking dirties in the building. Yes, ma'am. Bubba Gump's in the chat too, as well. He said, Lil Bri Bri is food. Bright scream, like Millie Mills said. <laughs> Time to eat. Time to eat. Sheesh. It's going down in a major way. Lisa Shepard said, uh, One time for the fan putting in work today. We see you. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. It's all for the team. It's all for the Falcons. It's all for the. Uh, Got a billet. Got a billet hype up for week one. It's that hype one. It's that it's that it's that it's that week one hype, and we want to make sure everybody knows that we are diehards. We're going to be in the bins next week Sunday. How the podcast is going to work after? Because technically, if we win, I don't know how we're going to do this. Well, like, I'll be uh like I said, I'll be in Atlanta on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I'll be leaving on Monday. So I mean, we can still do it that Sunday night if need to, because I'll be at a hotel. So. Oh, it's it's possible we could, but the thing mm-hmm. about it is, you win big next week Sunday. Yeah, you ain't even thinking about a podcast. What? <laughs> That's true. Hey, I'm a diehard <laughs> fan, but I'm sitting I'm sitting over there at six fifty seven. Like, hey man, I gotta leave downtown. Yeah, yeah. You know how I'm feeling? How I'm feeling right now? Yeah. Because I had a couple drinks earlier. Uh-huh. I had a couple drinks last night. Georgia was playing. You know, I'm a big dogs fan. So of course, seeing Georgia, you know, I, you saw us in the chat, Kiki. You could tell that me and Chase were drinking because yeah, yeah, when me and Chase lit. were going back and forth about that game, was like, "Hey, I'm about to drive to Athens right now." Yeah, y'all was lit. They better put some points on this boy. I'm finna drive to Athens right now. Yeah, but Falcon fans, it's that good feeling because you know next week it's game time. The podcast here for one time for the fan will be lit. I'm sure other content uh-huh. crews will have their content too as well. But for us. We know what we're about to bring here to the uh-huh. Falcons community. So please hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. We have a lot of special guests that's going to be joining us for season two of One Time for the Fan. Uh-huh. Um, we have Miles to kick it off uh, uh-huh. today um, with the first uh, episode of season two of One Time for the Fan. I just want to let uh-huh. y'all know, man, we are really trending in the right direction. And it's because of y'all. It's because of the fans. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So every week, every we podcast we have... 
did he score? Oh, okay. Every week, every podcast, we have a different fan just joining us, a new fan. Um, so big shout out to you all. Uh-huh. Uh, keep telling Falcon fans about us. And truly, like, we are ready to go see this team uh, win a Super Bowl. Uh, Rule says seven days until the storm starts. Storm's Thanks. on the way. Thanks. Storm is on the way. Auntie Thanks. Pam's here. Hello, Jack and Kira. And everyone hey, in the chat. Ready for some football? Not just any football. Falcon football. Bijan, 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 like she say. Bijan's <laughs> mm. in the chat. Say, hey, one-timers, Falcons, 12-5, and five, win the South, win the playoffs, and make the Super Bowl run? Let's claim it. It's very possible a lot of teams in the NFL are going to go into this season next week to say that they can go and make it to Las mm-hmm. Vegas to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um for the Falcon fan base, I hope you guys believe that this is a division-winning team. The roster is set up to be it. Uh-huh. This is a playoff team because, of course, you're going to win the division and go to the playoffs. The Super Bowl run, that would be amazing this year for the Falcons. I would love it. Are they set up to do it? Any team is set up to do it when you get out there and you, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. make the plays happen. 11 players on the offense, 11 players on the defense. When it's time to go, it's time to go. That year that we went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, every player was on the same page. Uh-huh. You saw it every single game, even the games that we lost, players were still on the same page. Yep. And so to be honest, this, that and to be honest, that season we went to the Super Bowl, I can honestly say I was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. But when we started, the wins started piling up. It was like, oh shit, you know. It got around to that week nine, ten, where you notice the media really turns to the Falcons and say, "You have an MVP quarterback on the way." Uh huh. Matt Ryan's lighting it up. He was. And then you had this team, Julio Jones, everything around it that was going on. As soon as he got to playoffs, when you notice Seattle, that's uh-huh. a smack. That's a dub. Uh-huh. Packers. That's a I, dub. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I want that feeling back because the feeling of when we defeated the Packers in the championship game, I, I don't think I slept that night. The good thing about even still being a Falcon fan is like some of the memories we have, right? Uh-huh. And we're going to get to some Falcons Carolina talk in a minute, but I remember being at the homie's house. I went to the Seattle game. I didn't go to the Packers game, but I remember uh-huh. being at the homie's house, watching the third quarter when we scored again. I think we went up like two or three touchdowns. We was, we was, we was going crazy on them. Yeah, yeah. I remember turning around and seeing people on the phone walking out of the room. And I was like, what the hell are they doing? Sure enough, what do you think they're doing? They're calling in Houston. They're booking Houston. hotels because they know that we 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 travel when it comes to these Falcons. Uh-huh. Had to do the same thing. Get on the horn. Boom, boom, boom. All right, Houston needed three nights stay. Drove straight to Houston for the Super Bowl. It's that feeling that, like you said, we want that feeling back again. Uh-huh. You couldn't even find merchandise in the city. Everybody was uh-huh. on the corner selling merchandise. Everything uh-huh. was so expensive. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The price gouging was through the roof. But uh-huh. then again, your team went to the Super Bowl. And most of the, 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 the Falcon fans in the community, your diehards, they knew about it. But then uh-huh. all your other Falcon fans that didn't jump on the shit, oh, they what? We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to uh-huh. grab my gear. Like I said, I remember working at uh, Liz Locker Room at the time. And, you know, you got like down here, you got people that's Cowboy fans and stuff. And then they were trying to return that stuff and buy you know, Julio and Ryan gear because they're like, well, this is still a home team. This is still a home team, regardless if I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm like, uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> this is a feeling we can get back because if you go 6-1, and one, 
if you go four and two, the bends will be packed. Merchandise will be through the roof because fans mm-hmm. will believe. All they want is just a win, a win or two mm-hmm. over the 500. And I mm-hmm. guarantee you they're going to be true believers again. Yep. So all you need is a win or two. So mm-hmm. going into that week one game next week to grab that dub against Carolina, fans going to be talking about it for a long time mm-hmm. because it's going to have that feel-good moment. And you know if you can beat Carolina, you can definitely go in there the following week and beat Green Bay. Yep. What's stopping you from beating Detroit? I think Detroit got their hands full week one. And the yeah. NFL set them up. NFL yeah, because they, they're, they're the point. Thursday night game, right? They got they're the Kansas the... City Chiefs. the Chiefs. I mean, you know, a lot of people are saying that they don't think that Kansas City is going to, uh, I guess, repeat this year because of the whole uh, Eric B. Enemy situation. I was like, yeah, but that's still Patrick Mahomes. So, <laughs> as a Falcon fan, you know your team is good enough to, like we just said, uh-huh. get the division win, get to the playoffs. But if you get to the Super Bowl, it's possible you you could play off of what we've seen the past couple of seasons, uh-huh. a Buffalo Bills team. Uh-huh. You could play a Cincinnati Bengals team. Cincinnati you yep. could play a Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs team. Yep. Outside of those three, I'm trying to think who else. Could well, you know, they, they're us. right in the Jets in there. The, the Jets, like Miles talked about it earlier, that hard knocks. I, even, I saw a couple episodes. They're hungry. I'm not going to yeah. lie. They are hungry. Now, that division outside, I think the Bills is going to win it. The Dolphins mm-hmm. don't look too good. And the Patriots, yeah. I think they're going through a lot right now. So it's possible the Jets could sneak yeah. into the playoffs. Patriot, I mean, yeah, the Patriots definitely trying to find, a new, I guess, their new identity since, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Chargers is another team. Got to watch for the Chargers. Mm. I think after what happened to them last year in the playoffs, I just, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> outside of those three teams with the Chiefs, the uh Bengals and the Bills from what mm-hmm. we've seen the past couple of years. If the Falcons do make it to the Super Bowl this year, it's possible you can be playing one of those teams. But if you made it to the Super Bowl, you mm-hmm. can beat any one of those teams. Yeah. If you made it that far through yeah. the NFC, you can beat any one of those teams. And with so, that situation the Chiefs got going on with uh what's his name? Chris Jones. That yeah. that defense might I mean the defense wasn't always already the best, but I mean shit, they lose him then uh Listening to the Kelsey podcast um, when they were talking about the situation. Oh, good catch. When they was talking about the situation, it sounds like Travis knows they'll probably get the deal done. Um, he'll be on the field. The talk of the burn situation in Carolina now, that could be something because if you don't if you don't drop the bag on this man the next couple of days, he might be with another team. Yeah. Well, this man might not be playing next Sunday. I don't think Carolina wants that because it's the guy right. that's you know been with Carolina for a while, but uh-huh. he wants the bag back. Yeah, and because um wasn't he a part of a trade package when it kind of was like when they got rid of McCaffrey and all that other stuff was going on, they kind of was like one, two first round picks or something, and they kind of had something set up with the Rams, but that fell through mm. or something. Something I was reading, but we'll see. We're definitely going to see because this is the week where, of course, every journalist around every team is going to be covering their respective teams uh, even more heavier than mm. before. So definitely looking to reports from Miles Garrett, Michael Rothstein, Kelly Price, Tori Michelini. Those mm-hmm. just some diehard Falcon fan journalists out here. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Jante in the chat right here. Shout out to Jante in the chat. Jante mm-hmm. says uh, he's ready. Dirty Me Fanatics too. United. My family, how are we doing? Can't wait to see y'all on Sunday. 100. Sunday. It's going down the major way. Sterling Woods is here in the chat. Uh, did he get into some trouble today? God. The case? 
<laughs> Chase a booty? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> you know, we keep these jokes rolling here on one time for the fan. Hit that uh, like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Brian David Efron is back here with us. Brian was with us here on the chat when we was down to like, I think like 10 or 15 subscribers in the beginning, Kiki. That's what's up. So, Brian, good to see you again. He says it's almost football time. I'm guessing, what you, I was about to say, where you been, Brian? But now I think about it, it's football time. You're back. Uh-huh. So he definitely knows that uh the Falcons could possibly possibly make a run this season. Uh what do you got right here? UGA fans gotta be rooting for FSU. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I got a well, I mean, I guess in that case I should be rooting for LSU, but I really just I yeah, because you're an ACC they, girl. Yeah, but I can't because of how they did clip. Mm. Mm, let me hush. <laughs> It's tough the past two years being a Clemson fan. Going to Carrie hey. here in the chat. Uh, what's up, Jack and Kiara? See y'all in week one uh, for Falcons football. Can't wait. Carrie is coming to the Benz, correct? Yep, 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 yep. yep. We'll be sitting together. Let's go. Let's go. Out of Your Falcon Mind is here in the chat. We had a great podcast with Out of Your Falcon Mind recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing they have the time on their schedule to be a part of uh, season two here on One Time for the Fan. I haven't asked them, but... I'm sure I don't have to ask them. I can just send them an invite right now. They'll be right here jumping in talking Falcon football because they are diehard Falcon fans and content creators in the Falcon community, too, as well. Out of your Falcon mind says, Jack, Kiki, what up? What's Falcon up? Falcon What's up, John? What's up? Got a celebrity in the chat. Lario. What's up, Lario? Falconsville senior in the chat. Rise up, family. Shout out to Lario. Dirty Fanatics United said, Miles said, one time for the fan is his favorite podcast now we don't want to rub it in <laughs> we don't want to rub it in but um miles has been on our podcast pretty much more than any other guest that we've had on the podcast he's probably going to be on there about three or four more times before the season is over seeing miles at away games i always see miles doing his coverage too as well when he's out in the community always at falcons home games uh just like how you heard on the podcast braves games dog mm-hmm. games don't matter you run into Miles a lot. Um, so he's always kept and it cool I, here. I, I respect Miles because Miles, uh, he called out uh, Steve Smith too. Steve Smith was Tagged doing his little foolishness. Mm-hmm. Tagged him too. Ready I, for the I, great I, debate. I forgetting about that, but I'm just so ready for week one. Like, we win. Oh my God. He won't have to block me. He, he just mm. won't have to block me. <laughs> mm. For me, um, the Steve Smith news because he doesn't play in the NFL no more. Uh-huh. He's trying to find a way to get some likes and some views. Be relevant. I'm guessing he's working with different podcasts or different uh, uh-huh. entertainment companies, sports entertainment companies, so that way he can, you know, push his Steve Smith narrative. We're Falcon fans. He's going to talk heavy because he didn't play for the Falcons. He doesn't like the Falcons. He played against the Falcons and a couple of times busted his ass too as well. So he remembers those uh-huh. games. So uh-huh. for Falcon fans, just know he's going to be ranting and raving all season because his team's not going to be doing that well, and the Falcons will be doing well. So and him and Bryce can share the same high chair. Mm, not the same high chair. That's tough. Oh, pick. That's tough. Yeah, the Miles did say that one time for the fan is his favorite podcast. We got to get him a plaque or something. I don't know. I'll get him a. 
I don't know. We'll look hey, into I'm, something. Hey, I'm ready to go to the bins because I was watching that video with uh Kelly Price and Tori, and they was talking about them nachos that's in the shape of the Mercedes Benz uh thing. And I'm like ready to try those. Like I've been thinking about that all week. I'm a yes. Kiki is a big girl, and Kiki likes to eat, y'all. So yo, I, I be thinking about food. <laughs> Kiki, I'm glad you just mentioned that because, of course, here on season two of One Time for the Fan, we have a lot of special guests that's going to be joining us. Right. And I'll just go ahead and throw it out there because fans are like, well, who's joining you guys? You guys had Miles Garrett today. Who else is joining you? We have the executive chef from Mercedes Benz that will be joining us, too, as well. So every single meal that has been put out there to the Mercedes Benz, he is the uh, pretty much the, the brain behind it. So uh-huh. for Falcon fans that uh, is coming to the bands and you've been to some of these events, we do have Chef Matt, one of my good friends, um, who will be joining us. Uh, helping us with our uh, our culinary culture. Yeah, I, I want those nachos. Yeah, thank you yeah. about the nachos. So, so we chopped it up on a level of like how we said last year we tried to get it done, but his schedule is so busy. We're gonna try to do something this year where um, fans who can't make it to the away games. The first one is Detroit, so that means Chef Matt will be on before Detroit. But folks who can't make it to the away games, Chef Matt is gonna try to help prepare a dish for you that you can make at home. So you can feel that vibe like if fans are in Detroit, because for, for those that do not know, we travel to different cities. Like if you're going to Philly, you got to go to Gino's. You know what I'm saying? You got to go try Gino's Philly cheesesteaks. Right. It's just right. what it is. You go to New York, you got to try certain things, the pizza or uh-huh. the, the stubs, however it is. You go to Chicago, they got Portillo's, Giordano's. Some people like to eat certain foods. So for those that like whipping up dishes, uh-huh. Detroit, they're big on like Coney Island dogs and that type of shit. Yeah. So. Whatever Chef Matt can work on with us, and he's working on some stuff with the Rise Up Tour with us too. When we go on the road, because we have a lot of meet and greets, we're gonna be changing some men- <clears throat> we're gonna be changing some menus up in some cities. So, uh, rise up! Want those nachos? What's his name? Chef Matt. Chef Matt. Ah, uh, yeah, I need those nachos. Like, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good yeah. guy. Your sister's in the chat. Hey, and I am on tonight, Shade. I don't have my camera off. I don't mm-hmm. got the bonnet on. She know we we're gonna get on it too. She had the camera off before she jumped in. I was like, "Don't you do this tonight, Kiki? I'm gonna tag you. No, I'm gonna tag you." Falcon fans, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Bring your questions, bring your comments to the chat. Let's talk Falcons football because we have a lot to talk about tonight. Tip. It's in the chat. Panthers like that one ugly friend who can't dress. Shit. I can't. That one took me out. <laughs> mm. I remember that year the 85 they wore those uh re- <laughs> the rebox with the Panthers dress. Oh god, memories. Was that the uh the group chat where the Panther fan said uh this is his game day outfit and he posted yeah. the uh Yeah. Yeah, that Oh, good times. <laughs> Going to Jeff Wolf here in the chat shot. The Jeff Wolf said, so can I ask a question and not have it completely watered down to basically? Do you think the Falcons will be good this year, Kiki? I really do think that we will be a good team this year. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the angle. Like I said, I ain't going like, to sugarcoat it. I mean, it has been rough the past, what, five years, six years. But I do feel like we have the talent. We do have the right coaching staff to make this team a winning team again. I mean, that's as best as I could put it. For me, I do think the Falcons 
have a team to go out there and be good this year. Because if you look at the past couple of years with the deals and the contracts and the money that you had, it just wasn't set up yeah, to, not to say be great, but mm-hmm. to be better than what people expected. And then you still had two years ago, what, a game away from making mm-hmm. the playoffs. And you can look at, oh, well, other NFL teams, I don't give a damn. We was a game away from making the playoffs. That Buffalo Bills game, honestly, you would have came out in that second half. Uh-huh. Down there in snowy ass Buffalo, you probably would have got a chance if you would have won that game to probably come back home and uh-huh. make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Or if that game was in a dome, it would have been different. You went into the half, what, tied, right? Right. The weather conditions didn't play in our favor, but you were still one game out. And you can go to a okay. bunch of games that season that said, oh, the Falcons could have won this game, could have won this game, could have won this game and been in the playoffs. That's when everybody counted Arthur Smith out. Uh-huh. Then you go to last year. When the people said, what, Vegas said, what, two games, three games we'd win? Two. And still uh-huh. got down to the last two games of the season uh-huh. where, or three games of the season, where you had a fighter's chance to uh-huh. make the playoffs uh-huh. again. Exactly. And people going to say, oh, well, look at the other NFL teams. Look at the other NFC. I don't care. You still uh-huh. were two games away from possibly making the playoffs. And you can go over that Charger game. It was 17-17 and going into four. You can uh-huh. go over the Bengals game where – you shouldn't have let that happen, but you scored 17 unanswered in that second quarter, came back out, made the stop mm-hmm. on fourth and three in the third, and could have had a chance to go down the field and make it a four-point game. Yeah, The Bucks game, too, as well, with the Brady call. Oh, The, the Rams game, when you came back from 25. That you can go Bucks from so many itself. situations uh-huh. where you could have made the playoffs last year with a team where, once again, you they counted you out. Uh-huh. And this year, you have upgraded tremendously. On the offensive line, on uh-huh. the defensive line, in the Back. secondary, uh-huh. in the wide receiver group. I know your linebackers are probably thinking Katie Ellis and Troy Anderson one year together. They don't know what's going on because they haven't played uh-huh. together. But right. for me, I think what Katie Ellis has done in New Orleans with Aminata, I think it's going to bring that same type of chemistry over here uh, too as well to Atlanta. And then Troy Anderson is on the up and up. You know, people wanted Michael Walker out. People talked about it. He's not the same Michael Walker. Well, guess what? Organization seen it too. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. So don't say they're not responding to you when it comes to trying to be a winning organization. Uh-huh. This team is built to win. Right. You have guys who are now locked into three, four, five-year deals. You have guys that's locked into when they come out of those deals, it's the next contract, and they could retire Falcons. This is uh-huh. what we wanted. Uh-huh. But it took us time. I keep going back to what Terry said, Kiki. Earlier this year on that conference call, it took us two years to get to where we wanted to be. And okay. now they are where they want us to be. And that's where we go over the wide receiver move, where if it happens, you have everything you need in your organization to go get any player pre- pretty much that you need to help build this 53. Nothing's yep. stopping you. The cap is not stopping The money's not stopping you. Terry picking up the phone and calling other teams is not stopping you. Any uh-huh. trade asset is not stopping you because you already shown that you go, you're going to do whatever it takes to win. Right. Right. The thing that's kind of slowed down the Falcons last year, and I think we know it, it was the quarterback. We know it. <sighs> Tight games. We lost games by what? More Less than seven points? Uh-huh. The quarterback was making some horrific throws. The upside down. The upside down Falcon throw was it. Did you see me try to mimic it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh-huh. The upside down Falcon throw was it for me. But it wasn't it for the Falcons because they kept Mariota in there. 
But then again, like I said, we're not the organization. We are the exactly. fans. We have a podcast. Exactly. We're going to speak on that. All we can do is move forward. I can't stand at the front gates of Flowery Branch and beat down the gate and say, should have got this player out of here week four. What is that going to do? You're going to call security. And, and I think from uh, Arthur Smith keeping Mariota in, you know, for all those games that he did, I think that's why a lot of people doubt Ritter because they were saying if he's still stuck by Mariota, Ritter must be got to be bad. And I'm just like, no, the kid's still a rookie. Mariota, you know, Mariota got more experience than Ritter, so, you know. The, the thing about it is, Key, and you know it, there's always going to be a 50-50 on everything. Yeah. For Ritter, right. it's a 50-50. For fans, for Bijan, 50-50. Mm-hmm. Drake, whatever you oh, say, yeah. it's going to be 50-50. Now, right. even when you win a Super Bowl, and fans here in the chat can agree or disagree, Key, can you agree or disagree? Mm-hmm. Even when we win a Super Bowl, we are still going to have couple fans complaining about something yeah you're right that's the sad part yeah on our day when we're feeling so wonderful when we're riding around getting ready for the parade and we got our falcon gear you're Mm -hmm. still gonna have people say well i love what we did but technically i don't know about arthur smith next season Uh, he can't uh." oh well listen somebody done told me on twitter and i've seen it all over facebook i was like you know what i'm just gonna shut down some of these like you know how i love you have that mute option that you don't have to see it. Mm. Um, yesterday, because of Prime. Mm-hmm. So I guess Prime is now, they want Prime now to be the head coach of the Falcons. And when his son, who played quarterback yesterday, decides to enter the draft, mm-hmm. he's going to be here to replace. I've seen a lot of that on social media too. I've seen that. And I'm just like, my God, can the, can the boy just play one game? Bring right? me him. That's what somebody said. Bring me him in a Falcons mm-hmm. uniform. I've Why? seen Drake May. Mm. I've seen that. I'm just like, bro, we can't play one game yet. Mm. <laughs> Ritter probably could throw for, could have a 200 yard game uh, sun, uh, Sunday, and it won't be good enough because they're going to want 500. The good thing about it is, I think for a lot of Falcon fans now with this new regime, with Terry, Arthur Smith, you can't be locked in on just a specific player in the draft anymore with this mm-hmm. new regime. Exactly. Because when it happened with Carter, we was all locked in because Georgia, the national championship, mm-hmm. he's right there. We need a guy next to Grady. They ain't do that. Straight up, they ain't do that. Mm-hmm. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. First mm-hmm. round, a lot of people have been shocked the past couple of years with this new regime. So next year, mm-hmm. I ain't finna go into that next year like that. Nope, not doing it. I'm, I'm going I, I'm there just straight open-minded like hype up the draft. Yeah, I'm like that. Now, I try not to talk about the draft too much because just because you say, and I think people don't realize that just because you keep posting it and posting it and posting it, that don't mean that it's going to happen. Mm. Like, Because, I mean, I'm glad I didn't think Bijan was going to get drafted. I, I, I didn't see that happening. You're going to have right? the Drake May fans when Ritter – does great this season. Like, oh, we can still get Drake. Still possible. We can still get a quarterback. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For me, I even asked Miles, is it possible they can go get a wide receiver too next season? But uh-huh. if Mac balls out, which Miles mentioned is uh-huh. his like breakout player, uh-huh. if Mac has a decent season and he wants to stay here with the culture fit, uh-huh. then Mac is your wide receiver too going forward. So now I look at the draft next year and say, well, damn, who are they going to get on? The, who's going to be their number one pick? So right. I'm not looking at a quarterback next year. I'm still keeping Ritter. 
up until the point where if he doesn't have a good season, which I hope he does, right? If he doesn't have a good season, uh -huh. then Heineke comes in or Woodside comes in, whoever, then uh -huh. we know what's next. I can't, we can, we can assume that that's going to happen. But right. if not, and if he gets us to the playoffs and we have this great run, be prepared for them to go in the offseason and say, here you go, buddy. Can't wait, to, can't wait to keep you here forever. Yeah. The last time, and Miles mentioned it too, the last time we really were caught up into a franchise quarterback was Matt Ryan. And how many years is Matt Ryan here? 14. So you had the one year off there with um, Mariota, mm -hmm. and now you're going to Ritter. So you see mm -hmm. how fans are quickly to like, what's mm -hmm. going on? What's the direction? You had 14 years with Matt. That was your direction. Exactly. So now when you see Ritter, you're like, huh, is, is he the guy? Uh, should we listen to Arthur Blank? Uh, is he the franchise guy? It's possible. But mm -hmm. the 14 years with Matt kind of got your head where you're like, you didn't know what the next direction was. We knew right. after Matt's time, there's going to be some type of adjustments being made. Uh -huh. Mariota didn't work. They yeah. drafted a guy named Ritter in the third round. He's uh -huh. here. The four games last year went two and two. He's back this year with a stacked team. Let's see what he can do. Let's see. And that's and I like I said, I keep seeing these videos popping up on my uh YouTube homepage. The Atlanta Falcons have the chance to be what they call dangerously good. I mean, people see it. It's just some people just don't want to see it. Kiki, uh -huh. read some comments here. Let's see what you got. Mad Mike Sports is here. He, Mad Mike Sports got something for you. What you got, Key? What's up, Mad Mike? What's Senator. <laughs> Palpatine's in the chat. Mad Mike said, so what's good, people? Who we got here? Baby girl? Two first mm -hmm. round. Oh, yeah, that's that's what the uh, Brian Burns. The situation. Brian Burns, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Emmanuel McFarland's back with us. What's good, family? Always down to talk some Falcons football. That's always good because we are here mm -hmm. to talk some Falcons football. Hit that like button, hit that share button, and please hit that subscribe mm -hmm. button in the chat. We're trying to get to 550 before the buy. Is it the buy? Yeah, the buy. Yeah, yeah. 550, I think we started. We're almost there, Falcon fans. So go ahead and hit that like button, hit that share button, and hit that subscribe button. It is uh, free. Mm. Say it again, Kiki. It is free. It free is. Free Definitely free. Falcon Commander's here in the chat. Um, Commander, I got your Rise Up Tour packet. I'm going to get it to you this week. Hell, I might even make a damn stop tomorrow and go not too far from me. Uh, ready to beat them kitties next Sunday. Go ATL Falcons. Rise up, Dirty Bears. Me too, man. Like, oh, I... I like some uh, one of their, uh, he got a blue check. I don't know what he is. Um, he put up a video of the last time Bryce played in the bins or whatever, mm -hmm. and said, "I guess that like th that was the reason why he was going to beat the Falcons." I'm like, "Did you really post an Alabama clip and say this is why he's going to beat the Falcons?" Oh, I saw that. I can't remember who it was. Like, yeah, I saw that. What? <laughs> don't let the blue checks fool you. I love seeing the comments and say the, the next comment, like the, the the backlash would say. Yeah, and you paid for your blue check. So what the hell? Yeah. So I love seeing those he comments. He, he ain't things. paying for nothing. Mm. <laughs> What's his name? Fans, What's his like. name? Elon can. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> hit that like, share, and subscribe button. He said they're doing uh they're doing video and voice calls coming up soon to, uh -huh. to X. He's uh -huh. adding video calls. But he is thinking about taking away the block feature, and I was like, well, if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna spend less time on Twitter because. Twitter is like literally 65% troll accounts. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, people mm -hmm. take it too far with them troll accounts. So, like, if he does that, then he can have that. <laughs> Manuel McFarland is here in the chat. Kiki, 
Go ahead and get the notepad ready. Manuel said, Jack, I think it's time to bring me on. Listen, listen, we got a lot of special guests coming up. We're gonna keep it 50 years, Creed. We got a lot of special guests coming up um on season two. Yeah. So, you know, just stay, just stay patient because it's coming. It's coming. Manuel McFarland, um, season two of one time for the fans stretches all the way until uh, we reach another 125 episodes. So you never know who is going to be on the podcast, but I guarantee you we have a long list of Falcon fans and we have a list of journalists and some other media personnel and, and a couple of celebrities here and there too. That we had to get on the podcast to talk Falcons football with you because one time for the fan has shown that we are here for the fans. And now we're going to take it to the next level. Now we got to show Atlanta that we're here for Atlanta too. Yeah, and we love everybody. We love everybody. So we're trying to, you know, make sure we get as much people on as we can because we like to hear different opinions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can guarantee you right now the mm-hmm. list is long, but uh, dropping Chef Matt as one of the names who's going to be here on the podcast soon. That's going to be crazy. Our list is taller than Bryce. Shit. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Hey, did you see uh, E's post that say uh, uh, Bryce can't see over Calais Campbell's feet? <laughs> changed my mind. <laughs> Eric Parker? Mm-hmm. Man, I tell you, man, Eric. Oh, 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 oh. That boy got some moves on him. What's the score now? 7-7, seven, seven, but I know that wasn't oh. the quarterback juking people like that. I know that wasn't. That was the quarterback? From who? That, uh, uh, he looked like me out there. Oh, uh, uh, see, that's what I did before I threw that 80 yard touchdown. They called it back. <laughs> it was a play like that. Who you played against, Jack? Willacoochie High School. Shit. <laughs> Not going to get back into those football years. Not going to get back into those football years. You want to see the tape. Pam Johnson's here in the chat. Auntie Pam said, What section you and Carrie seating in? She's getting ready to stop by. I'm uh I will definitely send you a message on uh Facebook. I learned mm-hmm. a long time ago never to uh post where I'm sitting because well that's a long story. But mm-hmm. I'll definitely send you a message on you, Pam. <laughs> you can have people over there sitting over there. You looking at the game? Nah, nah, I'm looking at Key. She right there. Uh-huh. Where's she at? She in 225, row three. They're gonna uh-huh. tag you. I see you, Key. They're gonna tag you and send the picture. No, I accidentally put that on Facebook one time where I was sitting at and uh, somebody ended up like two seats down from me. And I was just like, um, okay. Sitting over at the game. He over there watching the game. The game that way. He over there looking like this. Uh-huh. It, it, bingo, <laughs> yeah. You ain't lying. <laughs> oh, my God. We're having a good time here on One Time for the Fans. That's what we always do. Lucy and John Moreno. It's almost that time. Rise up, Falcons Nation. Hey, Lucy. What's up, Key? No, I said I was telling Lucy, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, and nachos for Kiki. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> nachos for Kiki. Go with TL Falcons. Rise up, dirty birds. Carrie's here. That's so cool, Jack. So excited to see the episode with Chef Matt, and I'll definitely be trying his recipe that he shares with us. Yeah, so Chef Matt is so cool. I wish, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try to call him this week, see if we can get him to do a uh, quick phone call during the podcast on Wednesday, see if we can get him in here. But he's uh, 
He's wonderful for Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I know a lot of you all have been in the stadium. You guys ate a lot of the food from uh, what the, the the nachos to the, the it, it brisket. Was the, the sandwiches, too. I was like, see, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot going on in Mercedes-Benz, uh-huh. but Chef Matt does a great job of, uh, you know, maintaining what he has to take care uh-huh. of at work and then what he has going on in the side, too, as well. So big shout out uh, to Chef Matt. But William... Amy's in the chat. It says seven days. Seven days away from kickoff. Around this time, we are going to be celebrating. Mm. I'm gonna be drunk. Mm. What are they laughing at? Probably laughing at you. So <laughs> in the chat too as well. I think the only thing most people are worried about is the quarterback position, and that's because we didn't see enough of Ritter last season, and he only played one drive in the preseason, which I must say was pretty clean cut on the drive. Even yeah. moving forward with the penalties going back, they still find a way to execute to move mm-hmm. the chains. They got mm-hmm. in rhythm to get down to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And I can say it again. I can think of 20, 30, 40 other plays they could have ran other than that little pass to Scotty Miller, which was should have been P.I., but yeah. it wasn't. But look at the plays they ran to get back down to the red zone. If that ball was batted down, let's just say it was batted down and not intercepted. You're looking at a team that possibly could have run over there and, 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 and scored mm-hmm. on the next play. Because the plays that they were running was just right. everything. The Bijan play could have before the challenge was Zach Taylor. The Bijan play was oh, going to that's what I just was about to say. Zach Taylor pissed me off because I feel like with that late challenge, he killed the momentum a little bit. Like that pissed me off. Like, bro, you done lost two challenge. Well, he lost, ended up losing two challenges. So, yeah, kill the momentum mm. with that drive. Mm. Man, McFarland's in the chat. Lowski's in the chat. Are the fans ready though? What's the song? What's the chant? Listen, I'm on my way up there. I'm driving up there listening to Nuck If You Buck. I'm (laughs) with the Black Air Forces on. So the playlist is strong for me Sunday. You know, I listen to pretty much everything. But when I'm in the zone to, you know, get ready for like a Falcon game, that vibe, Mm -hmm. it's got to be like some some trap. You know what I'm saying? I might hear hear a little bit of Lil Baby. You know what I'm saying? I might put on some. Uh, you know, a Uzi or something like that, or just in that sense, because it's like turn up time. You know, you want yeah. that energy to be throughout the game. Because if I'm sitting there listening to, you know, Sweet Home Alabama and Mag Junk ain't finna get me ready for no damn game, that's I'm finna go in there and try to turn up. Fans anyway. I'm finna go in there and turn up. So I know everybody has their own different playlist. I ain't hating. Uh-huh. Everybody has their own different genre of music, what they listen to. For me, I like to listen to some turn up music because. You know, if you're having a good time and you're enjoying yourself, that music is, you know, it's just more energy for me. But that's just how I am. Kiki, mm-hmm. you already said Nuck If You Buck. You, you driving a couple up. hours listening to Nuck If You Buck. You getting Three ready to go and half, fight. Yeah. Three and, like Nuck If You Buck. I listened to Archie. We ready. Um, Oh, God, what was it? Bone Crusher. Oh, you got the ATL playlist. Mm, yeah. I ain't never scared. Bone Crusher. Like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wallace Smith's in the chat. What's going on, family? What's up, Wallace? Falcon fans going down in a major way. Wallace Smith said, I think the defense will have four or five sacks on Bri Bri. Yeah, Chase called it because Chase said he, he believes Calais Campbell gets his um, 100 sack on Bryce Young. It's very possible that he's going to have uh, around 105 or more this year with the team that's set up around him. Uh-huh. Grady, Amiata, Zoe Carter. Uh-huh. Here's the cool thing, Kiki, even before I get into my rant. We haven't even mentioned Zoe Carter much on this channel. We, have we haven't mentioned Bud Dupree as much on this channel. Nope. Not even Caden Ellis with the production that he had in New Orleans last year in this channel. Jesse Bates 
we haven't talked about as much. Babe. So focus on Brady, <laughs> Calais, the offensive line, the wide receiver group. Uh-huh. These other players right here are getting ready to shine. Trey Flowers, what can he do for this team? D. Alford, uh-huh. Team Glow, what can he do for this team too as well? Mike Hughes. These are situations where I think on. Team Glow. I think Glow going off this year. Glow, and Clark, think- Glow and Clark Phillips going off. Oh yeah! Did you see the uh, hype video that the Falcons kind of put out today? Looked like a little thirty second clip. Hell, mm-hmm. even Freddie was in it twerking. Mm. <laughs> Look at Freddie. <laughs> Sheesh. So yeah, I mean that that video itself gets you hype. I mean, just a little music and stuff. Yeah, it, it yeah, yeah. Manuel McFarland shot the manual. Said Mariota was never destined to be that guy for us. He was just the best available. For the money, and the sad part was that day. Go back to that day, Falcon fans, when Matt was gone, and you were sitting there like, "So what's next?" Do do do. Notification: Falcons are interested in Oakland Raiders backup quarterback. What? No, listen. I remember that day. My dad. I was at work. I was doing something. My dad called me say, "I heard the Falcons just picked up Blake Bortles." I was like, "What the shit?" Fuck? I was like, "Who just told you that?" I was like, "Turn," because he he he's you know at that time he was still learning how to work his phone. So I don't know what he saw, but he he was just concerned that it was Blake Bortles. I was like, "Oh shit!" Mm. Mm. We probably would have won more. Never mind. I don't even want to think about that. Mm. It's going down in a major way. Chat's going crazy. We got a couple more topics here. Let me see. How can we work this out, Kiki? Because I have an esports tournament coming up shortly, and then they start cussing me out in different languages, and I don't feel like using Google Translate tonight. So, oh god. <laughs> See, that's why I don't be on, you know, I I, I don't do stuff online too much. I already got to cuss people out on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. All right. Here's how we can work this. Bam. Let's hit to the chat before Uh we talk about the MBS hostile environment. We can finish up with some Rise Up Tour information. William Amy here in the chat said, I need uh, need one Rise Up Tour, my guy. You need some information on Rise Up Tour? I can definitely give you that information, my brother. Uh, That's definitely not a problem. Bubba Gump said, y'all should get out of your Falcon mind and AFN on the show. You never know what's gonna happen on season two, Bo. Bubblegum, are you listening to our uh, group chat? <laughs> Shit, Bubba Gump, you listening on me and Jack and phone, uh, Jack phone calls? I told you there's somebody here that says Facebook user. You got to remove them. <laughs> you got to remove them. It could be Bubblegum, but we have a lot of special guests joining us on we one do. time for the fan so season just, two. It's coming. And these are people we have spoke to. Mm-hmm. Right, we spoke mm-hmm. to some people here. Not just we're just calling folks out. Like these are people that's gonna say, Yes, I'm going to be on the podcast this year. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that you might see Tyler Perry on the podcast. No, I can say. <laughs> Medea. Sheesh. <laughs> William Amy said, I got my ticket for the game. All right. Try to say I know you're talking about Kiara. It's always good when you guys have your private chats too as well. <laughs> William Amy talking about the Rise Up Tour. So we can get to that shortly here. Um, for Falcon fans that want to know about the Rise Up Tour, I got get a little bit of information for you all. But Kiki, as we get ready for Falcons, Carolina, we do have a show coming up this week. So we have a chance to still bring out our score predictions and seeing the injury report and who's active over there in Charlotte and who's not active and who's in been in Flowery Branch and could Jeff Fukuda come back this week? It's very possible. I we hope don't he does. No, I hope so. I hope he does. Because they said that uh, Smith was real optimistic about him playing soon. And with the CP thing, like I said, with that, I just think that's just low management going on. Sheesh. <laughs> now, the CP thing is where Godwin 
making the 53. If he can get some some PT on Sunday because CP might be banged up. If they do dress four uh-huh. running backs, then it's possible that CP might not be getting the 10 to 15 snaps that some fans think he could get. Because CP's not going to be getting your 25, 30, 40 snaps. It's not happening. No, no. He's going to get his snaps when you're needed. Your second, third down stretches. If they want to start him on a player or two, that's perfectly fine. But I think CP still gets about 15 touches or less because you want to keep him conditioned and well going forward in the season. It's going to be a long season. Uh-huh. And why have a superstar talent like CP all banged up in week one? You got the Panthers week two. You got a long trip to London coming up week four. Why do that? Exactly. You got some big games in the beginning where Detroit's going to be a banger. I think you can get past Carolina and the Packers where it should be it should be fine. Uh-huh. Detroit's going to be a banger. They got some thumpers in Detroit. Not going to hate. Uh-huh. Now, Jacksonville who, game. Is, is golf still their starting quarterback? Up until week three, yes. The the Jacksonville game, they got a couple thump. Our boy Foyer's over there. They do. Outside of Foyer, I'm not. I I I have. I cannot sit here and just say Jacksonville is going to be easy work because probably not. I mean they they look like they you know they getting ready to take control of that division. Because mm-hmm. I mean I don't see the Colts making no noise. Not mm-hmm. right now. They got a they got a shit show going over there in Indianapolis. Um. Mm-hmm. Who else is in that division? Uh, the t- Tennessee. I mean, yeah. That team is in shambles. Um, I mean, that whole. Div- I'm sorry, that division is in shambles. TDP Mojo said, "I'm gonna be in section 228. If anybody gonna be close, holla at me." Yeah, hell, uh, my daughter's dad, who's a who's been a diehard Colt fan since he's been in elementary school. Hell, he told me to make him an honorary Falcons fan this year because he <laughs> he don't believe in shit they got going on over there. Hmm. I said nah, but you can live through like uh like Eric told me to tell him he can live through lyric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Parker, he's definitely gonna be uh with us on season two of one time for the fan. He's been on the show a few times too as well. Um he was actually on the first episode of One Time for the Fan that I had when I when I started the podcast, not going live, but just doing the audio years mm-hmm. ago. So Eric Parker's always been a big fan of One Time for the Fan. Of course, he's a diehard Falcon fan. You guys know it, we know it. So big shout out um, to Eric Parker. Kiki, we're going to get more into the 53 um, mm-hmm. real quick here. Anything surprising when you saw the 53-man roster get, get released? Um, I'm not going to lie. I really thought that uh, number 32 was probably going to be out of here. But, mm-hmm. you know, they uh, what they say, I'm going to stick beside him. So, you know. Um, that, that was really it to me. Um, everybody that they had on the 53, I was just like, you know, oh, okay. Okay. It was nothing too, too shocking. I think for most fans, um, the Parker Hesse, John Fitzpatrick thing was probably the biggest. <gasps> that, oh, yeah, that, that, too as that. Well. I forgot about that, honestly, but that, that did shock me. Um, but I'm, I am happy that he's on our practice squad. Cause I, I, you know, I like Hesse. Yeah. The good thing about it is, for us at one time for the fan, Kiki, Mm -hmm. if you go back and watch the podcast that led up to that um, 53-man roster, we pretty much called out. And we said in the chat, because we was like, oh, my God, if they just release this person, we'll be definitely 100% spot on on everybody Mm -hmm. who's going to be released and who's not going to make the team. Mm -hmm. But we felt good in the chat knowing that some of the names that we called out, or majority of the names that we called out on the podcast before the Mm -hmm. 53-man roster, the players made the 53. Uh-huh. We said Josh Ali through preseason. He's having a decent training camp. His preseason right. is nice. He's going to make this 53. And then uh-huh. the situation 
of course, with Hodge being injured, even though Hodge made the 53. Um, Penny Hart getting injured to that game. Matthew Slayton, Slade Bolton, a lot of the yeah. other players, we just didn't see the fit. Xavier Malone was the only one that we seen kind of competing with Josh at that moment. Right. Um, and Josh won the spot. Uh-huh. We talked about it with Parker Hesse and Fitzpatrick. If they wanted to go over that more tighter pass blocking scheme with uh-huh. Parker Hesse, or you're going to stretch the field heavy with, with Fitzpatrick, because I think with Fitzpatrick, you're going to get some blocks out of him too, but uh-huh. this could be that 2016, 2017 year where you had tight end stretching the field like crazy. Oh, yeah. And Fitzpatrick's catching a couple passes. Park, um, Michael Michael Pruitt, uh-huh. Johnu Smith, Kyle Pitts. So that tight end room is deep. Yeah. And you yeah, got some you big think of, like you said, yeah, like when you think about the tight ends we had, you know, back in the, like you said, the 2016 season. Well, we had Jacob Tam, but he got hurt. And then we had mm-hmm. Austin Hooper and Levine mm-hmm. Tololo. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. some. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of big here for Falcon fans because the rooms that you're starting to see locked, that running back room is locked, that tight end room is locked. Will a move be made this week for any other position um, here with the Falcons? Because if they go target a wide receiver and bring one in, that means who's on the way out because they're going to have to make a decision. It might be a Josh Ali move, which I understand, but uh-huh. linebacker, they're going to go target somewhere there. People uh-huh. even saying, what's up with Rashad Evans? Yeah, yeah. Is this is it over? Is that it? I, and I don't even think nobody has even picked him up yet, as mm. far as I know. Tay Davis is there right now for the Falcons, and I think that's where we might be able to see a little bit more of Tay Davis uh-huh. coming up this season, where people have not seen too much from him, the, the tape from the Browns games and so on. Uh-huh. Um, Jeff Okuda, we want to see if he's going to be back out there on the field I this week, if is. not in the next couple of days, couple of weeks. But they said early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, he was one of the players I was excited about seeing. So I do hope that he's, you know, if Mm -hmm. if not week one, hopefully week two or three. Especially against, like, going against, you know, his old team. So, I mean, you know. Falcon fans, even going over the schedule this year, you still have some teams that you're favored to go in there and beat. You can beat Carolina week one. You can beat the Packers week two. Detroit is a winnable game. Uh The Jags people will kind of question because of the way that they're changing up the AFC South over there. Yeah. But Houston, you can beat the Colts. You should be able to beat um, the Cardinals. You should be able to beat, and of course, your division rivals. Mm-hmm. You should be able to take care of them too as well. The Bears game, New Year's Day, it's going to be kind of tough because of the weather conditions and everything that goes around it. But that's a team you should be able to beat too mm-hmm. as well. So when the Falcon fans talk about, oh, we can have a winning season, they really do see it. Like yeah. the schedule is set up in a way where you can win. Your team has been set up in a way where you can win. And we're moving in the right direction. So as a fan base, let's 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 go with the flow here. Cause we want everybody on the same page when it comes down to week 15 and 16. Everybody's getting their playoff tickets ready. Talking about what they're wearing to the yep. game. Yep. And week 17, I mean, we could just have our second string. I mean, that is the Aints, but the Aints probably only win like three games. So I mean, you just put your second string in there. You far ahead where it's less than five losses, you're definitely going to sit some players week 16, 17. Uh-huh. There's no reason to have those players out there week 16, 17 when you're sitting there with 11 wins and you know the division is locked up uh-huh. or however, 13 wins, divisions like You know when you get to that point. But if you want to play them, play them. I'm not the organization. Right. Just giving my opinion here. Falcon fans are going down in a major way. William Amy said, we got an easy schedule. We definitely do have an easy schedule. Mm-hmm. Going over with the schedule, also what happens at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We need Falcon fans to be a part of this hostile environment 
we're going to be so amped up on Wednesday. Um, you're going to be hearing a lot more of the hostile environment. Get on your feet. Get loud. Make some noise. Be proud to represent this new Falcons team. Because Jesse Bates came over here because he heard the Falcons fan base. Crazy, too. He heard that we make noise over here. Jesse ain't finna go to Atlanta just because of the money, too. The stadium is nice. The team uh-huh. is rebuilding. We look nice. But the fan base, we have our moments now. Uh-huh. So let this year be another moment of ours, starting with week one with the Panthers. Especially week one. We got we to gotta show up in our gear. We got to be on our feet. I mean, third downs, I don't want that midget to be able to hear. Like. Mm-hmm. Second, it doesn't have to be third down. That's what I was talking with Miles about earlier. Mm -hmm. When we went to Seattle, they was loud for a punt. Even on the punt, you were sitting there like, why y'all so damn loud? (laughs) Damn, not the punt. For a punt. You can get that in certain fan bases and certain teams because you want to win. King Quest is here in the chat. When we win, I don't want to hear no Pampa fans. Make no excuses. They're going to say, man, we need an O-line. Y'all been through that since uh, preseason week one. Like, the hell? Mm. Y'all don't have Alabama uh, receivers and all that shit, too. So, Sheesh. Get up, Falcon fans, and make some noise this Sunday. Yes. Next week, Get Sunday. Get off against the your Panthers. phone. Stop taking pictures. Stand up. Clap. Do all that. Cut somebody out if you want to. I don't care. Just be loud. I talked about it before on podcasts a long time Push ago. Push your Panther fan down the stick. Don't never mind. Never trying mind. To the, trying to see the fans listening. No, yeah, I, I, I got Falcon a lawyer fans. though, so call me if you need a lawyer. Shit. <laughs> Get loud, be proud, represent this fan base. We talked about it all the time. You'll hear about it on Wednesday again when we talk about more of the hostile environment. You want to see a winning team? Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen this season. Now it's time for you to do your part. Um, do your part. and don't don't complain about them ticket prices when they jack up in prices because right uh, now you can get them. Seat geek, you got you got all these apps now. Like I didn't even realize somebody uh sent me another one called Game Time. I never even heard of Game Time until this year. I use like, Game Time for basketball for the for the oh. Hawks games and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean Seat Geek is real good. And um if it's your first time using it, I do have a code that you can use that gets you like 20% off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. just uh get at me and I could uh give you that code. Highlight like Kiki Tree T-R-E-E when you check out. Highlight like Kiki, y'all. Here what she says, she's trying to hook up the Falcon fans. William Amy said, I gotta get a Jesse Bates jersey. NFL don't have them online. You can probably get one at the bands when you come to yeah. the game. They should have some in the team store. Mm-hmm. Um, Manuel McFarland said, "I don't think we'll get like the dog pound fan base, but we can do better after. Uh, after all, uh, we are uh, hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Sheesh. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here, Kirby Smart said it. I love when he said it that time. As, as for a Georgia coach who has a team that just won two national championships back to back, he said, if you can talk the next day, then that means." You wasn't loud enough the day before. Uh And he's talking about the dogs. I don't... I don't know. The the, the times that I've came to the bins and, you know, like, you know, win or lose, the next week, I mean, next day, I can't talk. I sound Mm -hmm. like Ken. I sound like a man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like... (laughs) Because I'm screaming. I I don't... Yeah. 
we've talked about it in the chats because you've seen it when I've sent the videos from where we're at, where Eric is. Uh-huh. We're so my voice is so hoarse the next day from screaming and yelling. I mean, it gets to that point where even the camera crews that look over there, like, yo, this dude is like he has got this fan base going crazy over here. He's got the section getting loud, everybody standing up. Second and third down, we're telling people get up, but we're already up. So why am I telling you to get up on second and third down? You should be you should be ahead of me. Uh-huh. But I've been to other stadiums where that atmosphere is already there. You don't have to tell nobody to get up because they're already sitting there. I'm right, I'm right here with you. I'm ready for third down. They're there since the first down. The next series, they're still up. The next series, they're still up. Look at Lowski said, sound like Weezy Jefferson. Shit. Is that exactly Lowski? That's exactly how I be sounding. Kev J. Shout out to Kev J here in the chat. Only if they had an ATL United type atmosphere. Oh my God, United goes slap. Slap with their fan base. Their atmosphere is crazy. So shout out to Atlanta United. Um, the soccer team is also doing well. I know they just got a draw the other night. Hopefully they can come back home and get a win. Um, the messy game is coming up, but Atlanta United has a fan base that is strong and proud. The Falcons have a fan base that is strong and proud. Don't forget, mostly Kev J knows. Most of the United games is only two levels. They don't open up the third level until they have that group package deal. So out of their whole schedule, maybe like five or six games, they'll open the 300 level. Everything else is just 100 and 200. They packed out. They loud as shit. 44,000 packed out. Hostile environment. When the stadium first opened, most teams knew, holy shit, Atlanta has a fan base like that. Yeah. Soccer teams knew when you came over here. That fan base is, is big. So we can get that here in Atlanta. Falcon fans, we got that. We got that. Don't worry, it's coming. Falcon Companion said, be loud every time. Our defense and the opposing offense is on the field. Uh, go Atlanta Falcons, rise up, dirty birds. Definitely want to be quiet when the offense is on the field. When the defense is on the field, make some noise. Be proud to represent those Atlanta Falcons. But Kiki also, be early and be on time. They do the three-train horn system. They blow the horn when uh, the gates open. Uh-huh. Then they blow the horn an hour before kickoff. Uh-huh. And then they blow the horn again like 20 minutes before kickoff. Uh-huh. Ain't no reason you still sitting out there talking about, yeah, we play a couple more games in space. Get your ass up again, the pants. Uh-huh. Go get your snacks early. Do all that shit early and then be in your seats. I Like I said, I, ch- I try to get there by 11 o'clock. And, yeah. Mm. I do all the stuff I need to do before, you know, before kickoff. Like I'm in my seat, like by twelve, like at least twelve fifteen. Mm. Do like Kiki, y'all. Be proud to represent this Falcons fan base. She's telling y'all what she does. She's talking ahead of time. She's telling y'all what she's doing mm-hmm. next week Sunday. She's in her seat in the bands, damn near mm-hmm. by twelve fifteen, twelve twenty. You don't seen the player warm up. Mm-hmm. You don't seen Freddie Falcon. Mm-hmm. You don't seen your yeah. friends. You don't got your to, drink. Yep, you don't got I your food. I get some souvenirs and stuff, like hats and stuff that I want to bring back home. Like I make sure I do all that shit early. Mm, ain't nothing stopping Kiki from watching them Falcons. Mm-hmm. Diehard Atlanta Falcon fan. That's why we're glad to have Kiki here on the podcast. To wrap up the podcast tonight, William Amy did ask about the Rise Up Tour. For those Falcon fans that do not know, the Rise Up Tour, a group that uh, me and a friend of mine started couple years ago uh we take it to the next level now building these chapters within the falcons fan base being one of the founding chapters here 
uh, in Atlanta when it comes to traveling to away games. Um, started with just two of us. We now have over 1,200 members in our group. And then we also have our organized uh, paid membership group, too, as well, uh, which is pretty deep. We're in the hundreds there, too, as well, because we all travel to away games. We love sitting in the same section. We make a bunch of noise. Most of y'all probably heard of us on TV and some of y'all that went to the away games and the parties. Uh, L.A. last year, Seattle last year, every game. I can't remember. I mean, we've been doing this for like five years. So um, for Falcon fans who want to be a part of the Rise Up Tour, hit me up. I give you some information. You can search it on Facebook. It's the Rise Up Tour Away Games group only. Um, we do have a paid membership, too, as well. So if you want to be a part of the paid membership, you might be able to still get your credentials. I wish I wish I had it over here. Kiki, did you get yours? No, I have sent my address. Okay, so, yeah. So on Wednesday, well, I'll show you what it looks like. I mean, like. at this point, like, I could just get it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about that offline, too. So for yeah. Falcon fans that want to be a part of it, let me know. Um, we'll get it going down because... No, yours is supposed to be shipped out, Kiki. We're supposed to be shipping yours. Oh, well, yeah, I got to get you my address now. Yeah, yours is going to be shipped out shortly. So for Falcon fans who want to be a part of it, this year we're going where? Detroit, week three. We already got everything set up. We have a host hotel. We have the meet and greet set up Saturday night. Um, London, a lot of us are going to London too as well. If you do not know, there is a One Time for the Fan podcast in London. So I don't know how we're going to be able to work it with Kiki and Chase and Bodie, but I myself will be in London for the game. Um, so one time for the chilling with Peppa Pig, y'all. Hello, <laughs> Peppa Pig. <laughs> one time for the fan will be in London, and of course, we'll be having some one time for the fan, um, stuff to give away to some Falcon fans too, as well. So that's mm-hmm. actually pretty cool. We have a podcast, we'll have the one time for the fan shirt, so you might see some fans rocking those too, as well. Uh, but London is going to be a great experience, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and then any other away games we go to, we have the bus trip to Nashville. If you want to get a part of the bus trip, uh, I think it's 150 right now for the bus trip. It's a day trip here to Tennessee and back. And you're back at the house by like nine o'clock if you live here in Atlanta, because um, the game's at one ends at four. Bus takes off about 536 and you're back in Atlanta um, pretty early. So you can go to work the next day. Following week, we do have a bus trip going to Tampa. So if you want to meet us there in Tampa, we have the meet and greet. Everything set up every away game. We do this every single away game so when people tag tag and jack what game are you going to what game all of them <laughs> what what else do you want me to say all of them i know i cannot miss though i, I definitely make sure i'm back at the bands for the 50 years of hip-hop that is we play the ain'ts right that's when we play the ain'ts and of course so, uh everybody gotta be there for that one too it's gonna be super lit that day for the falcons ain'ts game because that should show that the falcons have control of the division the ain'ts if they're still trying to little brother us, we'll see where they are in the division. If not, mm-hmm. Falcons should still have control. But um, going down to New Orleans in January, you saw what we did the past couple of years. Kiki, you've heard the stories. You've seen the videos. Mm-hmm. We packed out every single um, meet and greet we've done. Um, L.A., every time we give an RSVP, it's always more people show up. Because Falcon fans travel different. And I'm just going to say this before we get up out of here. You'll meet RSVPs will be about 70, 80, let's just say 85 people. Mm-hmm. By the time you reach the airport and then get to the city that you're going to, or if you're driving in, you're going to meet about 20 to 30 other Falcon fans. They're going to ask you, hey, what's going on tonight? We're from Kentucky. Sure enough, you're going to respond, oh, there's a Rise Up Tour Party tonight at this location. 
Next thing you know, your 80 people turns into what? 160 people. Then from there, <laughs> your plus one show up with the 80 people. Now it's turned into doggone 200 and something people. Then you have other Falcon fans who heard about it from the airport. They flew in at six o'clock. They was on the plane with other Falcon fans. They done showed up. Now you got over 400 people. You done told the GM you're going to be here 150 people. Now the GM got to go get more liquor. Hell, he might even call, he might even have to call another bartender. Hope we got Hennessy. Shit. Oh, we got enough Hennessy. <laughs> but like how we did at the wing house in Tampa, we outgrew the wing house to a point where they gave us the upstairs. We took over. We took over the entire establishment to where the owner was like, "Yo, you might be able to get the whole building next time." You guys are packing up like this. Razoo's in New Orleans. We couldn't even get everybody in. That's how packed it was. Couldn't even get everybody in. I I. I know I, I know I see some player family and <laughs> having a good time, but that's because they rock with what we do, got going on with the Rise Up Tour. So big shout out to all the Falcon fans that's a part of it. If you do want to be a part of it, if you're traveling to any away games this season, Kiki, I made the announcement earlier, but I'll say it again. One time for the fan, Big Low Country Sports and the Falconator is hosting the meet and greet in Tennessee. So if you are traveling to Tennessee for the Falcons Titans game, come rock with your squad. We are hosting the meet and greet. We already have the location upstairs, downstairs, patio action, oh, patio action. Yeah, we booming like that. We booming like that. One time for the fan, Big Low Country Sports and the Falconator. Um, but definitely, we have a lot going on. So let me know if y'all ever going to some away games. DSGB Hall said, damn, two shows? Ern, what's up? It's looking good, Ern. Kiki, I thank you for everything. No uh, you are the greatest. Um, okay. Final thoughts. Thank thought y'all for having me. For final, final thoughts. Ooh, um, if you are going to the game week one, like Jack said, it don't have to be on a third down. Stand up, make noise. We want you hoarse on Monday, not being able to talk. If you, you know, just come out and support this team. Let's be our little slow little brothers. Mm. Um, you know, there's no reason we can't beat them. I mean, of course, like I said, like the only questionable um, position we have right now is the quarterback. So let's just go out there and support him as well. Let him put up 300, 400 if you want to on the Panthers. Um, let's go win this game, shit. I don't even care if they got them Drake and Bijan playing quarterback at this point. Let's just go beat their ass. That's so all I got. <laughs> the way you're saying that, it's possible you could see me at quarterback and you're comfortable with right. that. Right. I ain't about all that now, but I mean, hey. Shit. If can, <laughs> hey, if you can uh, if you can throw 80 yards to uh, Drake or uh, Pitts, go ahead. <laughs> King Quest got a question for us tonight. He said, uh, is T.I. going to be there in his skanks hat? Jesus. <laughs> nah, Jeezy going to be there in the Saints jacket. <laughs> yeah, but leave these celebrities alone. He gonna be in the channel talking that dictionary shit. I'm gonna be like, yo, hey, yo, yo. Hey, hey. I'll, I'll just tell him, hold up, hold up. Let me go get my uh dictionary look so I can know what you're saying to me real quick. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean for Ti to talk like how he, 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 you know, he made a little bit of comments about that whole uh Timmy situation, and then remember, I don't know if you remember this when he got on ESPN and was kind of throwing shots at Ryan, but yeah, you out here taking pictures in the Saints hat, your son. Crazy ass son walking around in the Ain't jersey and the Drew Brees jersey. Yeah. 
Okay. Once again, like I say, Falcon fans, you're not taking this this fan card away. This is you're talking to Jack Spade here. Kiki, same thing as too. You're not taking away her fan card. Some of these folks out here that's repping other teams and got other hats. And man, if you look at my hat collection right now, I got Falcons, I got Braves, I got United, I got Georgia. I ain't doing that. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I represent the teams I represent. I know everybody has their fan card of who they represent. They got their college right. football and basketball. That's cool. But when it comes to this team, I got none but the Falcons in here. I ain't got no goddamn uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings hat to match my purple uh, four metallic fours. I don't have that. I don't yeah. have my Jets to match my money green, my lucky green 13s. I don't have that. Yeah. I'll find right. a way to rock it. Best believe. That's the thing. That's the thing. But I ain't rocking with people. Shit. Like, even though I'm a Clemson, like you know, I'm a Clemson fan. I hate orange and purple. Like, mm. I do. That's two colors that I cannot stand even together. So you mm. don't even catch me in, in Clemson unless it's like white. Mm. And I, I think I only got like one white shirt in the back of the closet somewhere. That's probably too small. So, <laughs> so yeah. And when it goes to like soccer, like I'm going to London, so I want to watch a soccer game. But I'm a Man City fan. I don't know mm. if I can make the Man City game. But my friend, who's a big soccer soccer fan of a club out there, he told me to go to the game with him. So I said, okay, cool. I'm not going to wear my Man City shit because they're going to jump on me. So I'm just going to wear my neutral shit. But uh, you think I'm going to put on his jersey or their colors? No. I'm going yeah. to wear my neutral shit. So when fans look at me, they're going to say, where are you from? I'm from America. I ain't got no team in this shit. I came to walk soccer. Right, right. But if I put on my Man City shit, it's a different story. If I put on their jersey shit, now I'm being disrespectful to Man City. Yeah. And we can't have that. Mm-hmm. One time for the fans going down in a major way. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. We'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully the crew will be here. I think Bodie should be back in town. Chase should be good. I just checked. The swing is okay. So I uh-huh. I, I can send a text. No, I, I think he sent a video of him saying we in the swing. Mm. Stuff. Yeah. Not Stewie. Yeah, he done put the baby out the swing so he can swing. Not Stewie. <laughs> One time for the fan. I noticed that every picture has been chased nearby the swing. That's why I just noticed too as well. Uh, one time for the fans going down in a major way. I'm glad that they have everything going over there for them that they need. Beautiful baby too as well. So uh-huh. another Falcon fan in the world. Uh, it's a great uh-huh. thing. Um, we need some more people to hate on the Saints. Kiki, thank you so much for Bodie, for Chase, for everybody here in the chat. One time for the fan. We'll be back uh-huh. on Wednesday. Rise yeah. up.